looks like we're live and Angie is frozen. So if that's the case, welcome. And we are here. Hopefully she will get back on here. I don't know what's happening. It looks like, there we go. You're yeah, not frozen okay. enough. There you are. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Here we go. We're already in the meeting, huh? <laughs> We've been live. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Good afternoon, everybody. <laughs> I think I can sound a little tardy because I have apparently what are they called? Internet problems. Okay. Internet, yes. Now I'm trying to find us so I can see where we are. Um, okay, here we go. Great. All right. So today we're going to talk about when narcissists go to therapy. Before we start, though, let me just say a couple things. Number one, I apologize for being tardy between puppies and meetings and internet issues. We're here. <laughs> um, secondly, um, what? Okay. So this is Lisa Colucci. If you haven't met her yet, she's amazing. She's my partner at queenbee.com. Um, and she will be, we're talking today, so let's talk. Um, eventually our, our mods will get here and, and give you the 411 on how to get back in touch with us in the future or how to join these streams, which normally happen a lot earlier than this. All right, so let's talk about it, Lisa. When narcissists go to therapy, you mm. start us off. Well, most people hear that they won't go to therapy, like a narcissist refuses to go to therapy or doesn't a lot of narcissistic people, like I hear people talking about their narcissistic mothers say, and they'll say, mom, I think you need to get some therapy. And she'll say, I don't believe in therapy. So there's that. But then there's a special type of narcissist who actually goes to therapy, likes going to therapy, Mm -hmm. uses the therapist as supply. They twist the words to make it sound like they're the ones who are the victims or it's, you know, maybe they hurt people, but it's because they're hurting. And so they will seek the emotional support, which gives them supply from the therapist instead of taking accountability to make changes because no, they don't take accountability. So exactly. Yeah. And then most of the time they get the therapist. If you, if you go, or if you're still with them, they'll go to the therapist to invalidate and re-victimize you as the actual victim. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And they learn the terminology in therapy mm-hmm. to be able to use it against you. Yep. So they will use the terminology they learn in therapy or the techniques they learn in therapy to gaslight you, to twist their twist words, to give you portions of the truth that sets the narrative. Right. Exactly. And I think what happens, what I've seen, okay, here's an example. Right now in my client roster, <laughs> I have a client who's going through something just like this where she herself has been in therapy. She's also been in coaching and everything else, obviously. <laughs> and she is dealing with this ex, soon to be legally ex, who has cheated on her throughout their entire relationship, who has hidden money, financially abused her, taken from her everything mm. he could. Mm-hmm. And this, <laughs> she started to think she was the problem. Mm-hmm. because his therapist told her she was the problem mm-hmm. and that's ridiculous okay and we see this a lot and then so now you have somebody who goes <laughs> yeah Deborah says oh you know my ex-boyfriend yep <laughs> you do. Mm, sadly, <laughs> mm, yeah yeah I've had actually someone that I believe was narcissistic mm-hmm. I don't know I believe and they used their, what they quote, what their therapist told them in a really passive aggressive way to make it sound like I was doing something to hurt them. 
My therapist agrees that the situation was really hard for me because blah, 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 blah. And when it was a situation that needed to be handled. Mm -hmm. So it was like, it wasn't mean or hurtful or unkind toward the person. It was just like, yes or no. They didn't like the boundary. They didn't like the boundary. They went running to the therapist and said, and the therapist supposedly agreed. It's so they use those words to, it's like they throw it around like it's authority. Yeah, it's, Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous. It is exactly what they do. And, you know, and then they'll, I'll tell you something. Here's another thing that comes up all the time. And Lisa, I know you can attest to this. Um, Let's go to couples therapy before we end this thing. (laughs) And no, don't do it. No. (laughs) Um, if, If you're dealing with a narcissist, you will absolutely be made into the bad guy by the narcissist unless you choose the therapist and you tell them ahead of time, which is probably unethical. <laughs> so, um, well, and he- even then, even if the therapist gets it, like I've heard multiple times of someone having the therapist taking them aside and saying, Hey, I think you're dealing with something, someone with a personality disorder, you might want to reconsider. Mm-hmm. the relationship and get your own private therapy. No, I can't do it because I'm seeing both of you, but I'm recommending that for you. But then in therapy, act like it is equal and then never bring it up. So it's almost like, I don't, I don't know how, basically if you're in couples therapy, the therapist's job is not to villainize one of you. It's to help facilitate the communication between you, but we all know there can't be healthy communication with a narcissist. So it's never going to work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's, that's very insightful. It's not going to work. And that's the thing. If you go now, here's the thing. Sometimes when you go with an art, they'll pretend, oh, it's all me. I'm the problem. That's rare. But when they do that, what does the therapist do? They assume that that person is, you know, taking accountability maybe, or, or trying to work on things or owning their, Oh, that's great. You're owning because how can they know? Right. And, and, or, and how can they know is right. Because some narcissists, even those who appear very covert, they're actually like, um, (laughs) they're sneaky and they know Mm -hmm. this is a dangerous type. If you like a sociopath, for example. Oh yeah. Oh my God. If you go with a sociopath, (laughs) you're going to look like you're, you're the sociopath because they're going to come in there. They're going to be, they're going to act like you. Okay. And you are now at the end of your rope with this because you're seeing them so calmly telling the, telling the therapist their story. And then you're like, okay. And you get internally, like, it's, it's almost like a reactive anger or react. Mm-hmm. It's like reactive abuse, but you don't abuse them in the moment, but they could, sometimes you're, you, our faces don't hide well. Right. right. And it's very invalidating when that happens because, well, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I guess I would ask the audience, uh, what are we, the community here? <laughs> um, what do you guys think about this? Have you guys tried to go to a ther- therapy with a narcissist or have you had a narcissist go to therapy? Let us know. Um, and let's talk about it. Lise, um, what are your thoughts on, wait a minute. Okay. Wait, I got, hold on. I'm so sorry. Uh, thanks to our mod squad for being here. Okay. Deborah says her narcissist daughter does that to her. Um, apparently she's the narcissist. Oddly, her therapist doesn't agree. Um, and I, I know that's a, that's, see, that's a definitely difficult, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And this is the thing, you know, none of us 
can diagnose anyone at this point, but what we can do is this. We can look at the signs, we can look at the symptoms, we can do a little shadow work, and we can, we can acknowledge our parts if there is something to do with something we've done. If not, you know, then we just have to accept what is if we're talking about an adult child. Um, but I would have to hear more about your situation, Deborah. I know sometimes, uh, I think when you, when you raise a child with a narcissist, I mean, there's a 50% chance they will be a narcissist, right? Up to a point. Thoughts, Lise? Yeah, I, I mean, is it, well, yeah, and it's, um, I think like she's saying, she's seeing exactly what we're saying, that they use therapy to yes. uh, twist it around for their own means. Is what, right, exactly, that's right. Yeah, another thing I was thinking, kind of related, unrelated, is how they will use the fact that they went to therapy or are going to therapy with new supplies so that it looks like they are working on themselves. Oh, yes. Oh, that's what this one guy was doing. Uh-huh. I know somebody mm -hmm. that did that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then also at the same time, torturing their ex or soon the ex with said therapy. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, infuriating. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, let's see here. Angela says, exactly. My ex used all the time, all the time he got from his therapist, all the terms he got from his therapist and made out as if I had all these problems, gaslighting, projection, love bombing. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. This is what they do. And this is why we don't go to therapy with narcissists, y'all. Okay. <laughs> and, and even if you're not somebody that you've been with or are with is going to therapy, just understand they're in there talking to the therapist about you very much like they talk to you about you. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's not good. It's not good. Or they're playing the victim. Yeah. Projecting onto the therapist, like projecting as if they're the ones receiving the toxic behavior, saying the things they do to you, pretending it's actually happening to them. Does that make sense? Does that... <laughs> oh, I think she froze. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, a friend went to counseling. Darlene is saying a friend went to counseling with her narcissist mom and I'm the daughter, but my friend denied her mother's lies. All three of them ganged up on her, telling her to take responsibility. She left in tears and that is something that can totally happen in couples therapy as well or when you're in family therapy and you've got narcissists involved in the dynamic is they can get the therapist sort of on their side i don't think the therapist is like taking sides i think it's a therapeutic style to be able to say hey are you hearing what they're saying let's talk about it let's you know and in a healthy relationship, you'd be like, oh, I'm trying to take accountability for your part. But in this case, you've been ganged up on. You've been triangulated. So they use the therapist to triangulate and then you're attacked and yeah. you don't have anyone hearing your side or and if you try to speak your side, it's like, oh, stop justifying. We're only talking about what they're saying. We're not talking about the whys about it, you know, like stop justifying. And yeah, yeah. mm hmm. Absolutely. Hey, so, sorry, I got popped off there for a minute. That's okay. I found something I, to read. <laughs> you did good. You did good. Yeah. Uh, well, I wanted to say to um, somebody, I, I, I well, it doesn't matter. You got it. All right. Oh, did you read the one from UNA, Peggy? No, no, I did not. Okay, let me go here. I'm going from so, the bottom because perfect. <laughs> it tracks funny on my phone. It actually works great that way because then I can start at the top and we can meet in the middle. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, Peggy says, I super messed up yesterday. I offered my unsolicited thoughts from when someone else was giving her thoughts. I should have kept my mouth shut. Might have been 
a fatal mistake. I'm on a 30 day wait now. I don't know the whole story here, but I will tell you this. Um, often people do not want to hear our thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's not because we don't have value. It's because they don't understand our value or the value of, you know, and especially if our thoughts are contrary to what they want to hear or what right. they want, want us to think, you know. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts for Peggy on that? No, I mean, that's, it makes sense. That's a, I don't know the story, the situation. Right. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's see here. Yeah, um, Stacy White. She said, my ex engaged in character assassination during counseling. Yep. Ooh. The counselor That's called him out on it, but then he didn't want to go to therapy anymore. I know exactly. That happens a lot, doesn't it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'll tell you something. I went to therapy with my ex twice. Uh, the first time was to a therapist who had that gestalt type of style that you were mentioning. I think you were mentioning as I came back on, or maybe it wasn't, but the type who real in your face, real pushy like that, you know, and that didn't go well with the narcissist, as you might imagine. <laughs> uh, by the end of that session, we were I was saying nothing. They were standing up, screaming and cussing at each other. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. So of course we never went back to that one. Uh -huh. And then we tried another therapist who had worked with him younger and that was a little better, but still the same, the same thing that we're talking about where you have that story, that false story or that, that projection of their own behaviors onto you. And how many of you raise your hand? <laughs> how many of you have experienced a narcissist saying to you what you said to them minutes or days ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I, you know, you're, you don't listen to me. You don't this, you don't that. They just literally, sometimes it's listen to me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they're saying whatever it is that you said to them to oh, you. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you never care about what I say. You don't, whatever. And that's the type of, type of stuff that, see, here's the thing with couples therapy, when you open up and you're honest and you're doing your best to be in therapy, like, you know, a healthy, normal person, right. you are revealing things to the narcissist that they can later use against you. Like That's if right. you say in therapy, I don't feel heard. I feel like they don't listen to me. Like I'm talking to a brick wall or like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm talking and no one hears me. That's a common thing, right? With narcissists mm -hmm. then. And then two weeks later or a week later, all you get reprimanded constantly for not listening. You know, you're always talking and you never listen. How come you never listen to anybody else? Look at you didn't listen to that person either. And they'll start pointing out because they can't be wrong. It has to be you. It's, it's true. A hundred percent. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. Okay. Oh, yeah. Bonnie. <laughs> Bonnie says, yeah. Narcissists play therapists. And, and she doesn't mean oh, yeah. they play therapists. <laughs> they play them. They play. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. Yeah, Jack says, Angie and Lisa both said that therapy just teaches narcissists to improve their toxic tactics or something like that. That is another thing that they do. They will use, like what we've been talking about, like Lisa said, um, you know, they'll throw terms at you or they will, you know, project their own behaviors onto you or whatever. Mm -hmm. They definitely do use therapy to abuse you. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah. Let's see. Angela... Kochiara, did I say it right? Um, she says, thanks, exactly. They make out to the therapist they are receiving the toxic behavior, but in reality, it is not that way. So happy. That's it. Yeah, and she's happy she felt understood there. Good, because that is like, that's like gaslighting with an authority present. Right. 
you know, where authority, meaning you, you're supposed to be able to feel like that person is guiding the session and you can trust it. But that yeah. person who is the therapist, how can they know, you know, right. It, it takes a while to, for these sometimes for them to catch it and to see it. And they don't know what goes on behind closed doors and the lies that they're being told. So, right. yeah. Right. Yep, absolutely. Um, JD says, uh, and do one year and get a diagnosis with the therapist who knows narcissistic abuse. Not all therapists do. And I agree that not all therapists do. And I don't know how often they diagnose inside of counsel, a couple's counseling. Mm -hmm. So I would say, but you have listened to me. If you, if a therapist is any good at what they're doing, they're not going to tell the narcissist of their diagnosis right away. Okay. Whoever this is, is about to. Okay. I like this one too. Pro provoked Brittany says the narcissist told me the therapist was a man hater. They will turn on the therapist faster than, than anything. If they feel like they're being exposed. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. um, they really do. They turn you would be so, I mean, I, I guess we all wouldn't be shocked. Somebody keeps, I'm really irritated by this. <laughs> Somebody added me to some group on Telegram that I'm not even part of. And this group, okay, okay. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, just <laughs> mute notifications. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, do you have one for us? Um, no, I can look. Okay. Quick. Um, mm, <clears throat> let's see. Deborah okay. Landers said, I just recently offered family therapy to my ex-parents via my therapist. She got back a note from narcissistic father saying they couldn't apologize to me, didn't think they could hear the truth. Yeah, they, that's the thing. A lot of them won't even attempt it, which is right. actually, when you're listening to all we've been saying here, a blessing <laughs> when they won't attempt it because it won't help. It'll twist things up and make it more confusing and harder if they do go, the only thing it helps for some people is it helps them see, ah, there really is no hope. Right. There really is no change. They really right. don't take accountability. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, and that's, and this is the other thing, exactly what you're saying. Like they, I've never once, okay. You guys heard about Dr. David Hawkins, right? Did anybody hear about him? Okay. Um, mm -mm. Dr. David Hawkins, he's the guy that I, but I guess about five years ago, um, somebody came to me and they, from our community and they said, there's this guy who claims to be healing narcissists. And oh, yeah. I went there with, you know, to, we did this, my husband and I did this and my husband, you know, he's doing better, but then he's also like not doing better. It's kind of weird. Like he's just going through the motions. So, like that. so, so would you look into this guy? So of course he was on YouTube and I looked at him there and I looked at his website and I did like an initial, well, I don't really believe what he's doing is right. According to the website, it said, basically you have to be in therapy with him forever if you're gonna keep this going. And as Richard Grannon said, when I talked to him about it, he said, yeah, that's convenient for somebody who charges by the hour. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. So secondly, um, as soon as I posted that video, I had three or four other women reach out to me because this man only works with narcissists, males. And, uh, and so three or four women reached out to me and said, yeah, no, <laughs> we went there. This is how it went you know, he's still, whatever. It became almost like he was teaching the wives how to deal with the narcissist and teaching the husbands how to manipulate the wives into thinking they're really- that, 
doesn't that sound like the tactics of a narcissist? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yep. I mean, honestly, if you want to, if if you are choosing, choosing because you not because you can't leave, but you're choosing right. not to leave. Right. Maybe there are some tools in like things like that, but I that is not fixing anything. It isn't no. curing anything. It's it's uh, coping strategies is all it right. is. Yeah. Um, we got here. Did you freeze again? She froze again. Um, another thing, narcissists never say sorry or apologize. If anything, they expect you to apologize to them. Oh, heck yeah. Narcissist and apologies. We should do a whole, a whole talk on that because there are so many twisted ways in which they don't apologize and make it look like they do or just flat out refuse to. And if you ever do get an I'm sorry from a narcissist, it's not genuine. Yeah. Okay. What else do we have? Um, let's see. Angie is totally frozen. So I'm just going to keep going. One of his favorite, this is Stacy White, one of his favorite tactics. Oh, there she is. <laughs> there she's back. Yay. One of his favorite tactics when I was using. I feel statements and trying my best to communicate without attacking was to say, well, you have things you need to work on. Oh, yes. How they gaslight your feelings, like your, your truth. And that is the scary thing is when we are taught to speak with healthy communication to a narcissist with I statements, talking about your needs, talking about your feelings, talking about, you know, what works for you, what doesn't, your boundaries. It's just giving them more information to turn on you and yeah. to use against you. It's awful. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing is that when they, when they play these, I would say that probably like 60 to 75% of the therapists would not, would not want to be doing this on purpose. Oh, right? No, 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 no. Yeah. But there are some who, who would probably think Anyway, wait a minute. Let me come back around. Hold on. <laughs> okay. So what I was just thinking about um, was that, that the victimization that I lost again. Oh my gosh. Too much with the, the internet going down. It's okay. I'll think of it. All right. <laughs> I was talking about while you were gone about narcissists and apologies as well. Somebody Ooh. mentioned it and that's a good topic for another that's day. Really good topic. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. That's important. Okay. Wait a minute. Okay. Oh, Deborah tried therapy with her kid and her ex. Did I already say that? Was that before I yes, went. I think you did. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. This one, Peggy says, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Go ahead. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt. Were you, were you talking about one? Me? No, I'm just reading. Okay. Peggy says that um, the person who, who did this to her was a, a narcissist and a virtue signaling neighbor. Now let's talk about that. <laughs> so virtue signaling is when somebody, you know, Let's use a, a church, for example, you know, you're, you go to church one week, let's say, and somebody comes up to you and says, oh, I haven't seen you here in several months. How are you doing? Because <laughs> they, of course, attend all the time or whatever. Uh, but anyway, the point of virtue signaling is basically whatever they're doing is saying, you're not good enough because you're not doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and, and this mm -hmm. is a very common tactic, I think, <laughs> with narcissists. Anyway. Well, um, yeah, it's a form of delusional grandeur, right? Like yes. it's, yeah. And manipulation. At the and same manipulation. Time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, well, we could, we could have a little hold days of, well, not today. All right. 
Um, yeah, Peggy, I know that's hard. And, and the, the judgmental factor. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, I hate when they do that. I, I've. Tell me. No, oh, just like thinking of a story of a narcissist, you know, you say, I'm sorry, um, this thing happened. I apologize. I didn't like you did. You legitimately did something that you weren't supposed to do or whatever, like, right. like say it's a parenting thing or whatever. And you were like, right. oops, I'm sorry. I forgot to blah, 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 blah. I'm letting you know, apologize. Won't happen again. And instead of saying fine, like they might, like that would be the nicest response, right? Fine. Right. They give you an entire paragraph or three about mm -hmm. how, about the rule you broke, about mm -hmm. how you do it over and over again, about how, oh. about how people, it's it, how they do it the right way and they follow the rules and blah, blah, blah. When you know they don't, when they're always, you know, they, they follow the rules that suit them in the moment. Mm -hmm. So it's very virtue uh, signaling, yeah. I suppose, you know, right. where. Yeah, I'm. I do everything right, and look at you always doing everything. Yeah. Right now, I'll tell you something. One of the things that um, I just remembered is when you go to when a narcissist is going. When you're doing the therapy with a the narcissist, this is what I was trying to say earlier. I lost it. They will. Um, they will tell you even when you're not. <coughs> sorry, they will tell you that you are. Um, they tell you all the bad things about yourself and then they'll go, you're going to end up in a mental hospital or mm -hmm. help, et cetera. All right. Okay. Asthma. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Do you, um, let's see. Kevin is asking if we will do Kevin Lalo, Lalu is asking if we will do another video on the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard saga. We did one, so check back a couple yeah. weeks ago. Um, yeah. Now that it's over, I mean, maybe there's stuff to say. Yeah, I mean, I don't really think so. <laughs> Generally, there, I think, yeah. I think basically what I what I understand, and I'll just tell you this and tell me if you really are interested in anymore. Um, my, my opinion is, you know, they ruled correctly. <laughs> Obviously she was mm -hmm. the, attacker <laughs> or the well they ruled correctly based on the accusations right. Right. that's that's what we were that's what they were there for was the specific accusations they weren't we weren't there to judge people's character or the right. nature of their relationship mm -hmm. we were there mm -hmm. to judge her behavior and what she did and yeah she did try to ruin his career i yep. think yep yeah. definitely defamed him by the definition of the word and i personally think she was the abuser mm -hmm. yeah not that he wasn't, I mean, he wasn't perfect, but how many, I'm going to tell you right now, people who go through the type of abuse that he was going through, that most of us have been through, they don't always act perfect. No. <laughs> they, you know, they do drink sometimes or they do some other thing. They eat, they shop, they whatever, they gamble, whatever. I, I'm not saying that I approve of any of that, but I also am saying it happens. It's hard to deal with, you know, even if you're Johnny Depp. <laughs> Okay. Oh, it's all, yeah. It's not oh. ours to, yeah. To get deeper, we'd have to know more with that. Yeah. There's nothing um, else to say, in my opinion, from mm -hmm. us. I mean, yeah. But if you guys wanted to discuss it sometime, we could talk about it. possibly putting it on the list. If there's new developments. Yeah. Julia, Julia is asking, do all narcissists have oversized ego or only some of them? Mm. They all have oversized ego. Oh. It's just that it's not going to look the same. A covert's oversized ego is, might look like a victim 
or, a, or, humble. or humble. It's by ego. What, what I mean when I say that is the false persona you're putting on the outside, the mask that you're wearing to make the people believe you are something that you're not. Right. But let's, let's add to that. And let's say that we all have an ego. It's part of, of the course. Human. Yes. Right. And yes. Yeah. Right. An oversized ego though, is the mask is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The false self. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And the, on the, 